Welcome to Notes from the Electronic Cottage. I'm Jim Campbell. There's a lot happening in the digital world of late, and there's no way we can keep up with all of it on a short program like this one. But we can get at least a bit of a taste of some of the things that have come to our attention in the past month, some of which are new developments on items that we've discussed in previous episodes of the Electronic Cottage, and some that are brand new. So let's get started. Here are some recent headlines that some folks may have missed. Quote, Internet service providers drop challenges of privacy law. End quote. This one has made it into the headlines on quite a few news outlets, especially here in Maine. As AP reports, several years ago, the Maine legislature passed a law requiring telecommunications providers, such as AT&T, Verizon, U.S. Cellular, and so on, to get customers specific permission before they could sell data about their customers to outside companies. By the way, telecom providers have been doing that for decades without customers having any idea that information about them and their use of data, their calls, their habits, their locations, and so much more were being sold without customer-specific permission or usually even their knowledge. Not surprisingly, the telecom providers were not happy since this was a huge source of income, and a group of them sued Maine in federal court, claiming that Maine's new law violated their First Amendment rights, as well as a hodgepodge of supposed other rights. Long story short, after having no success in court battles to date, the telecom providers withdrew their suit on September 2, 2022, so now Maine's law, one of the toughest in the country, stands. That means that unless your telecommunications provider gets specific permission from you to sell information about you, your personal information that's available to your telecom provider is not for sale anymore. That is definitely a good news headline. Here's another of what might turn out to be a good news headline. This one from Ars Technica. Quote, FTC sues data broker that tracks location of 125 million phones per month. End quote. Why might this turn out to be good news for those who use cell phones? Well, if people have their cell phones turned on, those who can access location information about those phones can tell where folks have gone, you know, places like abortion clinics, political party headquarters, Alcoholic Anonymous meetings, churches, cancer clinics. In other words, a whole lot of places that folks might like to keep to themselves. We'll do our best to follow the progress of the Federal Trade Commission suit as it unfolds. We mentioned that Maine has one of the toughest laws in the country on telecommunications privacy. It also has one of the strictest laws limiting the use of facial recognition technology by government. Fortunately, there are potentially positive uses of facial recognition tech that can be put to good use, as this headline that some folks may have missed points out. Quote, facial recognition may reveal Maine Harbor Seals lifestyles, end quote. Yes, you heard that right. Researchers from Colgate University have tweaked facial recognition technology programs using machine learning to create something called SealNet, 
that can recognize individual seals by their facial characteristics. Cool. But why bother? Well, while seal populations in Maine, once quite dangerously threatened, are on the rebound, we don't really know much about how those groups of seals live and migrate and interact with one another. Now it's becoming more possible, through this new program, to distinguish individual seals with 95% accuracy and thus follow their movements and interactions. As Tim Sample might say, quote, slick as a seal, end quote. While Maine law does offer some protection about sale of private data held by telecommunications companies and does protect against the use of facial recognition tech by government in many situations, laws can't keep people from being their own worst enemies when it comes to keeping their personal information to themselves. Here's a headline from TechDirt that provides a good reminder for folks who use social media. Quote, judge, no expectation of privacy in user info voluntarily shared with Facebook, OK's FBI's user data grab, end quote. This particular case involved a fellow who was in the Capitol building on January 6th and live streaming video over Facebook of what was going on there. Needless to say, that fellow was not supposed to be there. The FBI asked Facebook for information that ultimately led to identifying and charging that person. We needn't go into all the legal issues here, but the headline serves as a good reminder of what we have often pointed out in previous programs. Consider that anything you put on the web through whatever means, unless you have personally encrypted it yourself, as something that may very well come back to bite you where you sit. Here's a headline that may leave some folks scratching their heads from Wired. Quote, Apple kills passwords in iOS 16 and macOS Ventura. End quote. Yep. In upcoming version of Apple's operating systems for computers, iPads, and iPhones, Apple will be eliminating the use of what we're familiar with as passwords. What, you may say? What's going to protect our information on the web? What's going to allow me to safely access my online bank account or make a purchase or even use online software programs that I've paid for? Let's calm down. Passwords will be with us for some time to come. Despite the fact that in one way or another, passwords have led to about 80% of data breaches, according to the FIDO Alliance. FIDO, by the way, stands for Fast ID Online. The FIDO Alliance has for years been trying to find a substitute for passwords that would be more secure, easier for us average folks to use, and universal across websites and vendors and software producers. We'll take a look at FIDO's efforts to get rid of passwords on a future program. The fact that Apple is leading the way to do away with passwords right now suggests that our routines will be different when it comes to online security in the not-too-distant future. We've gotten to the end of our time today, but not nearly to the end of tech-related headlines from the past couple of weeks, so we'll try to get to another batch soon, right here on future editions of Notes from the Electronic Cottage. 